This audio features a roundtable interview with screenwriter-director James Vanderbilt and actress Elizabeth Moss for the film Truth. Truth is a newsroom drama detailing the 2004 CBS 60 Minutes report investigating then-President George W. Bush's military service and subsequent criticism regarding anchor Dan Rather and producer Mary Mapes, who covered the story. In addition to Moss, the film stars Kate Blanchett, Robert Redford, Dennis Quaid, and more. Truth Hits Theaters, October 16, 2015. For more information on the film, please visit sonyclassics.com forward slash truth. I'm Jamie. This is <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear. Yes. Good to know. This is not Great. Elizabeth. Know which one's which. Congratulations on the movie. Thank you. Um, I'm wondering, for you as an actress and then you, writer-director, how much did you go back to not only the source material but the people who inspired this did you did you want to go to the real life figure and find out like I don't know what was behind decisions or anything or did you just let the script talk to you form your character? For me, Mary's book is such a I mean it's so interesting. It's so incredibly entertaining mm -hmm. for one. It's a, a very it's a, it's a fascinating personal journey, but it's also chock full of facts and information and you know more about this story by the end of it than you know <laughs> any than anyone else and so for me that was everything it was hard enough just keeping track of that yeah. um and and trying to tell be be a part of that story so for me i just this this i read the script first actually mm -hmm. before i read the book and i got so much from the script and then the book just helped illuminate so much for my own head and background mm -hmm. Yeah, and my, my feeling too is that my you know my job was to do all of that, to do all that work and do that research and get the book and dig into it and spend time with Mary and Dan and talk to other people and so that I could build a script that, you know, it's so hard just for an actor to play a character, much less a true life. So it's sort of, to sort of, to be able to say to Elizabeth, play, you know, you know, play what's on the, your job is to play what's on the page. Your, your job is to play the character in these scenes and in this, this story and, and let her be able to focus on that. So I sort of felt like that was my job to give the actors the space to create those relationships for themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, Elizabeth, you've been a part of two of the greatest ensemble casts in television history between The West Wing and Mad Men. And so I'm curious as an actress coming into this incredible ensemble cast as well, what was that like? for you to work with them, and specifically with Mr. Redford and Ms. Blanchett. Yeah, yeah. I've, I mean, I've had, like you said, amazing experiences with ensembles, um, and I've learned the value of working with great actors <laughs> and how much better it makes you look. <laughs> um, so I, I think, you know, uh, to, to me, the, the people that you're working with on that screen and in that scene are, are everything, and they can bring everything down and bring everything up. And so, you know, when I heard that it was Kate and, and Robert Redford, the two, you know, greatest act, two of the greatest actors alive, you know, you you just jump at that opportunity to be in any sort of room with with them, you know. And then I found out about Dennis and Topher a little bit later, and I just was it, I found out about Dennis, and I was like, well, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Just got the best cast. <laughs> <laughs> so it really, I mean, that 
that's just such a, the gift that kind of kept on, kept on giving. And I, and I, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm very used to, this felt very sort of a little bit Sorkin-y and sort of West Wing at times with all of the information and all of the sitting around and all of the talking about things and, and making what could be something boring, interesting and, and making, um, history, uh, come to life, you know? Um, it did have that kind of feeling, so it was something that I was sort of a little bit used to in a way. Not as many walk and talks, though. Not as many walk and talks. There was one scene. There is one scene. Elizabeth is walking and talk, and, and yes. like, I, like on the third take, because because I was like, I'd go in and give a note or something like that, and then like the third, fourth take, I was like, I went, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. It's the West Wing, and she goes, got it, totally. nailed the next take. Totally. It was just like, oh yeah, I got yeah. this. And he's like such a big West Wing fan. I'm like, a huge West Wing fan. Took him a second to realize, like, oh. Wait, that's you the best can way. do this. You can do it. I know how to describe it. And it really it's is. It's the West Wing. I'm and literally like, walking okay. with like a file in my hand yeah. spewing names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was there anything about Kate or Robert's process that surprised you? Yeah, I mean, I suppose with Kate, the thing, I mean, you know, when you're meeting like your, your I mean, probably ultimate idol. She's probably like my number one for me. Elizabeth for me was like, is I cannot ever, I won't ever get over that performance. Um, and then, you know, as recently as Blue Jasmine, I just, you know, anyways, I'll stop talking about Kate. Um, for me, her attention to detail um, and her dedication to the scene, every single scene was, um, I mean, I think she should be like that, but I suppose it is, like, it's nice when you meet somebody that you really respect, and then you realize, like, oh, my God, they work really hard. And she would care more about that scene than anyone else in the room, and she would you know, want to do it again if she didn't feel, right? Like, if she didn't feel like it was quite right or quite what you wanted, or she was quite satisfied she'd wanted to. And even sometimes we would leave a scene, and she... She wasn't like, oh, fuck, let's get out of here. Like, no. I want to go to lunch, or I want to get to the next scene, or even I want to get home to my children, which is a perfectly valid reason. She was so dedicated and so detail-oriented, and that was really inspiring. She wanted to know where the camera was. She wanted to know what the shot was. And she wouldn't stop until she until yeah. it was as good as it could possibly be. No, and she would come up, like, after lunch, she would come up to me, and, be, and, she, and she would go, did, did, we, did we get that? Right. Did we? Like, she, I was like, no, no, no. We, I was like, I won't That's move awesome. on unless we have... But, like, she That's was still... Awesome. I want to make sure. Yeah. yeah, and I found that surprising, didn't yeah. you? I mean, it's a really, and you hope that people are like that. No, absolutely. And they should be like that, but it's like when you see somebody who's so good at their craft and so established, yeah. not striving for anything no, less and than yeah, the and best. No, and working their ass yeah, off just to get it there. Yeah, working their ass off is like, it's really, really cool to see, you know. It's not just accidental success. Right. No. Absolutely not at all, and and you know you think oh my goodness she's got like what two Oscars and like mm-hmm. count an incredible career, yeah. incredible family, this whole thing. She doesn't need to do she doesn't need to do anything, and the fact that she still is doing it, it's like makes me feel like Jesus Christ. It's like no, she's I should work harder. Like, you know what I mean? She <laughs> yeah. wants to do great stuff. She but, wants know. it's important to her. So that was that was really cool. James, I wanted to ask you about obviously directorial debut. Yes, and taking on this story, mm-hmm. it would seem it's a difficult topic to take on for your directorial debut. I wanted to ask you about sure. why you chose this. And also what I thought was really interesting about the movie is that it doesn't really give you an opinion on what you as the filmmaker thought happened. Sure. It really allows the audience to make that opinion. And sure. I was curious about sort of taking that approach to telling the story. Sure. Well, directorial debut, I just, I wanted to uh, I, I'd seen a, a bunch of people and friends and, and, and not friends, just colleagues who are writers direct films and and to varying degrees of success, but a lot of times they didn't get to direct another film. 
And so, it, for me, it was sort of a, if you only get one, you know, one cut at the plate, what do you want to swing at? Um, and so I was like, I want to do something that really matters to me. And, and, and tell a story, I think, is a, is a really great story. Um, and if I go down in flames, I go down in flames. But I'd rather go, you know, it's, I've, I've, I've seen people sort of direct their first film, and they didn't really like the film they directed. And I sort of, you know, went, oh, that stinks, you know? To, so I just didn't want that to, to have that happen to me. So I wanted to do a story I really, really cared about. In terms of the, the approach of, you know, we always sort of talked about the idea that, that to give everybody all of the information and let them make up their own minds. I, I sort of feel like the movies I love are movies that sort of ask questions rather than give you answers. Um, and, and I like that idea. I like that, you know... We've seen, you know, uh, on some of the screenings, you know, you know, couples come out of it, and one person will be on one side of it, and the other side, you know. And I love the idea that conversation can come out of that, and so, so that I, I really like that idea. So that was always sort of our approach was in, to, in to sort of be in the, be in that, yeah, not take a stand on it. In your research, did you personally, James, as a person, sure. make a decision that you kept out, or did you keep yourself sort of vague in your own opinion of what happened in order to tell the story? the way you wanted to. Sure, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think for me, I, I guess vague is probably the right way to be. I mean, what fascinates me about the story actually is the unknowability of a lot of it. Do you know what I mean? I did a, I did a, I wrote and produced a movie uh, a, a little while ago called Zodiac was sort of the same thing. And I loved right. the idea of it was a mystery about that doesn't get solved. Um, and how people can get obsessed about stuff like that. So, so th this was sort of for me the same thing a little bit. Of it, it, you know, all of it swirls around this. This is the reason we called the movie Truth. It's because it's the thing that everybody's trying to get to um, that they may not actually get to. Um, and for some reason, stories like that fascinate me as a writer and 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 and, and now as a director. So that was that was part of the exciting part for me. Yeah, cool. Can you take us into your writing process? I believe you went down to Texas to meet with Mary. Yeah, And you yeah. kind of were very, like, soft on the phone. You didn't want to go into too much detail, I believe, and then you finally met her. Yeah. Uh, and so then, at what point do you start the script, or were you already writing at that point and then refining later? No, I try and... Uh, and the older I get, the more I find I do this. I... Because I, my process has changed uh, um, since I was uh, younger. Um, I, I try and wait till the last possible moment to, to write pages in a weird way because uh, I like the research part of it. I like the, and, and I like that there's a, there's a, it's sort of, you're writing when you're not writing. It's funny, I actually use, oddly, I use Mad Men as an example of this. Really? The whole getting up and going to the movies. Right, right. And it, it's sort of, you're doing a lot of writing when you're not, the most important writing you're doing is not when you're typing. That's just typing. You know, for me it's the, get up, walk around, think about it, have a conversation with a friend, um, read something about the story, you know, talk to somebody on the phone about it, start to make notes here or there, oh, maybe this connects to here, have dinner with one of the principals in it, they tell you an anecdote, you go, oh, well, maybe that links in somewhere, you know, so, so I, I like to do all of, as much of that as possible and fill up notebooks and, you know, journals of a crazy person and, <laughs> and then eventually go... You know, the one thing I knew with this structurally was I wanted to sort of, you know, Mary's book is, there's a lot of, it's, there's a memoir, and a lot of it is about, you know, how she, how she came into the business and stuff, and I knew that unfortunately none of that was going to make the movie. I knew that the movie was going to be the story. 
Um, so I, I always knew that we would meet her, you know, sort of at the, around the time where she's hiring her lawyer and then go back and then follow her through up to, up to the, the end of it all. So I knew what the structure was. I knew vaguely what I wanted the structure to be, but then how do you get from point A to point B to point C? That was kind of the stuff that came out of the, 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 the brainstorming and, and research sort of period of it. One thing and then I you found, just try and write it as fast as humanly possible and, and hope it doesn't suck. Yeah, one thing I found interesting is the parallels to all the presidents then, especially with Redford there. So, now, do you think that uh, the Watergate scandal might have uh, ended the same uh, way had they had the right-wing bloggers that Mary Mapes had to deal with? I don't know. I mean, listen, I, I, you know, you can never say one way or the other. I do think it's interesting that Woodward and Bernstein, that, that movie ends with them messing up. Which is really interesting. And Ben Bradley going, yeah, you messed up, but get back out there. So it's, you know, um, people people do mess up. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't sort of, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. so it's tough to say one way or the other. I do know talking to Robert Redford about it, you know, I part of my pitch was about all the president's men and what an amazing film it was and how you know and, and that's a movie by the way that's a movie that he put together I mean right. he found the story he went out he produced it um, so I know it was incredibly important to him and it was incredibly important to me and so I you know when I wrote him a letter about why I should do this movie I did talk about sort of we've come a long way from that period of time and I think you playing another journalist at, at this period of time carries ex extra added baggage and that would be great for the film. Elizabeth, I just wanted to ask you because uh, your character is really one of the only characters that has a happy ending. Yeah. I mean, she goes, through this <laughs> she goes through this amazing journey, but then really ends up at the same place that she started. Yeah. Uh, no better off or worse off. <laughs> like, well, uh, which in our film is a happy ending, yes, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> no worse off. No worse off. He's a happy ending. No, exactly. happy ending. <laughs> we talk a little bit about that sort of that arc and journey for that character. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that you know she uh, is lucky in the sense that she didn't. Her only job wasn't for sixty minutes at that time. That's it. You know, I mean, Mary brought her in because she had qualities that that. Mary and Dan needed for the story, obviously, and that she and I think there was a certain amount of trust there as well. Um, I think she trusted Lucy, but you know she she got off easy just in the sense that she didn't actually only work for sixty minutes, otherwise she would have been fired too. So it's sort of just circumstantial, really, you know. Um, and I think that you know, luckily, I, I do I do feel like it's a little bit of a happy ending for Mary now. You know that this this film turned out so well, and she kind of has her story, you know, has gotten to be told. Um, hopefully the way that she wanted it to. So I feel like she got, hopefully she gets her happy ending in that sense, that it's just at least the facts are out there. Yeah. Going back Thank to... you guys. Oh, do that. oh stop. Okay. Never, Sorry. we're not going back anyway. Thank you, guys. Thank you. 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 Th